Hello, hello. Thank you guys so much for joining me again today. So if you've been listening all month, you know that we've been doing the Choosing You series where I've been featuring phenomenal women that I know, love, and look up to. And today I'm joined by one of the most genuine, creative, funny, ambitious women that I know, Jasmine Moses. She is a beauty influencer for many of the hair and makeup brands y'all know and love. And she's just like a straight beast at everything. So I want you guys to say hello to Jasmine and Jasmine say hello to the people. Hello, hello, girl. I'm so excited to be back. Yes, on the podcast. Let them know. Yes. Your OGs know. Yes, yes. If y'all been listening for a while, y'all know she's been here before when we were talking about singlehood. Now she's back to talk with me about self-love. And I'm so happy to unpack this because we always seem to talk about topics that really help us progress, like adulting, singlehood, self-love. And so I just right. I love the 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 help talk. I just love the help, yeah. the positive talk that we always seem to when have. two or three so. are gathered. Okay. Come on. <laughs> he is present. Okay. Awesome. So. Uh. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I'm going to try not to laugh through all of this. All right. So like I said, y'all, we're going to be talking about self-love. And like a lot of you know, like when you hear self-love, it sounds really broad. It's very like almost a cliche term. And so I really want to unpack it today and kind of talk from like a personal standpoint. And so I really want to know like what it means to you, Jasmine, when you think about self-love, because it means different things for different people. You know, people can love themselves in a certain way just based on their individual like needs. So when you think about it, what does it mean to you? So self-love for me is more, it has grown to be a lot more than it originally was to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Before self-love was just, you know, I don't want to say it because it sounds harsh, but like not hating yourself. So when you grow up, like you're not really taught about self-care practices and self-love, what that really means. And like you said, it does mean a different thing to everybody like everyone has their own definition for it and so like growing up self-love was just like oh yeah like I love myself you know fifthly and wonderfully made yada yada and that kind of thing but as I've grown up and really learned to truly love myself and knowing myself from that I've been able to kind of redefine self-love yeah and so self-love for me is definitely taking care of myself in all aspects so that's physically Preach. mentally emotionally spiritually like all the above and for a long time I've I've been okay you know doing physical stuff to keep yeah. me you know feeling good whether that be treating yourself when you have a small win that you want to celebrate or whether it's actually working out make sure your physical health is in intact different things like that I've been doing those kind of things Mm -hmm. but mentally or in spiritually you know loving yourself that way too but mentally you kind of gotta it's it's a different ball game and Mm -hmm. there's depth to it and so one thing for me that I didn't really realize was you have to set boundaries for other people because a lot of times you'll allow people to come in and disrupt your peace and not really know that it's not them mm-hmm. that's specifically the problem. Like if you keep allowing it, like you're a part of the problem. You have mm-hmm. to make sure you set these boundaries and you know, we kind of talked about this when you were on my podcast the other week about, you know, at work, when you get home, 
there's a boundary there. Yeah. Like, don't don't be coming hit me up because yeah. then you're gonna allow yourself to stress out about something that you didn't even have to open the door for. And mm-hmm. so that's also a very important part of self-care is setting boundaries for yourself. That is so good. That's so good. Yeah, we talked about that on her podcast, you guys. And I just love that because you it it's all encompassing basically. And you don't understand that mm-hmm. until you get older of how like self-love trickles into your work life, your spiritual life, family, friends, how you treat yourself, your relationships. And so you start to really unpack the layers of self-love mm-hmm. and learn how to like apply it to different sections of your life. And so I think that just comes with time and revelation. So yeah, has choosing to love yourself always been easy? Cause you mentioned how it's been more of a journey. And so what's that journey been like as far as the moments you've had to intentionally choose yourself? Has that been easy? Girl, no. <laughs> um, so- Short answer, no, no. Growing up, my mom and my dad and my family, they've always taught me, you know, the golden rule, treat others how you want to be treated, Mm -hmm. you know, all those kind of things. So I've grown up learning and knowing how to be a good friend. And one area for me that was always challenging to choose myself is when it came to helping other people. So that's whether it's like in friendships, whenever my friends need anything, especially in college child, because, you you know, you've grown, Mm -hmm. you can do what you want. Girl, I would hop, skip, and jump and help everybody. And it was so hard for me to say no. Mm -hmm. And I feel like an important part of self-love is you got to learn how to say no. And and you actually helped me with that because you kind of peel back the curtain and the blinds on my (laughs) eyes for, for like, no. I remember one time, girl, because, you know, you quit the no. Mm, I I had to get there. (laughs) But once you get, once you got there... Once you got there, you helped me because you was like, you really helped me become a little bit more blunt with that because before I would just be like, yes, like I can, I would spread myself so thin trying to help everybody else that the person who come up short is you, is yourself. Um, (laughs) Come on now. And so I had to learn, like, I can't keep doing this because one, you can't pour from an empty jar and you can't keep going when there's nothing else to give once you done gave all you can give ain't nothing else to give ain't nothing else to give you You don't got got okay (laughs) you don't got got like you can't keep pouring from an empty glass that's like if i sat here and this water bottle was filled with water from our freshman year of college Mm -hmm. and every time you see me i'm still sipping on it still sipping on it and every time you see me you like girl ain't nothing in there i'm like no it's i still girl ain't nothing in there (laughs) okay and once you get to that point you're not good for anybody and more importantly you're not good for yourself you're not good for yourself and so you have to make sure like although you're pouring out and you're being there for other people you also have to again set boundaries where you can be like you know I can give yes I can give this amount but once we get to this (laughs) this stopping point baby clocking out like Talking about like you got this much is for me to give and this much is for me to protect and um cultivate in yourself yeah and you deserve that absolutely and I think once I learned that like 
I deserve that. Like, and I was able to remove the guilt because, you know, as a people pleaser, there's guilt that comes with like, well, if I say no, they're going to think I don't mm-hmm. love them. I don't want to be there. They did this for me two years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, 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 you can't do nothing for Aunt May until you have something for yourself. Like you're nothing to anybody else if you're depleted. And I had to learn that if I'm, I okay, if I'm popping off at the handle, I'm irritated. I'm snappy. It's because I'm low on energy. And it's time for me to unplug and uncharge and tell y'all I see y'all tomorrow, next week, you know, or next month if need be. And I couldn't always do that because there was so much guilt. I would, sometimes I would say, no, I'm like, let me go back and say yes. Like I can try to make it work. I can fit into my schedule. And I would just like carry that until the point I was just so weighed down and so tired and exhausted and to the point where I had to just learn to say no and leave it. And like, I had to learn to like say no and just go do something else, like a completely different activity. Cause then I would like, I wouldn't just sit on and think about it and like muddle about it. I had to, I was busy with a different activity. And so that was like a way that I cope with it in the beginning to get to the point I could be blunt and leave it alone. Right. But it took new coping mechanisms, new like activities to learn that behavior minus the guilt, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So like we mentioned the things that we've like learned through that you know, the level of comfort that came with choosing ourselves, the discomfort that came with choosing ourselves. So what are some consequences you face, like, as you chose when you know, not when you were choosing yourself, when you were selling yourself short on choosing yourself? A lot of, a lot of different things come with selling your, yourself short. Mm-hmm. In itself, selling mm-hmm. yourself short, like, right. girl, that's a tongue but that right there, <laughs> like, that in itself, is a challenge that you face because when you sell yourself short you can't perform how you need to perform Mm -hmm. so that will cause like lack in your your lack of choosing yourself over other people is going to cause lack in your work life is going to cause lack in your personal life and it's just not a healthy situation all around so Mm -hmm. another thing like you just girl you can't do it you can't do it you got to be confident in saying like you can't do it and I think another thing that comes with it like you said is guilt because you'll feel bad like dang like I can't do this for somebody or like I feel like I'm letting them down or they're gonna think less of me or think that I'm not you know helping them or I don't love them because I'm saying no so that's definitely something that comes with it but just over time you have to know that that's not dependent on you like you have to choose yourself first Mm-hmm. a lot of times and sometimes you do have to be selfish sometimes mm-hmm. being selfish is okay and is good because if you're the opposite and you're selfless all the time mm-hmm. ain't nobody gonna be catering to you okay somebody it gotta it gotta come somebody from gotta do it <laughs> yes, somebody <laughs> gotta do it ain't got no man so gotta okay. be what well, well, RuPaul say if you can't love yourself how the hell are you gonna love somebody else I, that's another quote I love I should have said that quote I love that quote that's- no that's really good and that's so true because you can only I kind of mentioned this in a series on my podcast talking about how you can't like you can only love someone else with the amount of love that you love yourself and that thing girl that's so true because like you might think you can love yourself and you oh you think I'm self-caring I'm doing all this doing all that and say you just love yourself on outwardly Mm -hmm. you get in a relationship that's all Girl. you're gonna be able to do is shout in with gifts and all this stuff because Girl. you don't know how to love out of the get out of church. Get out of church. You gotta get in now. Get out of the church. Listen, 
you gotta get in there and you know love yourself at the heart at the core and when you get that when you love yourself unconditionally then that makes way for you to be able to love somebody else and you learn to love yourself through the lord himself my goodness that is a word lord love the church. we done okay. i don't know the scripture but that's one of them yeah it's okay love in your heart you know you're up heart. in there it's, 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 Yes, and that's oh, love right there. He know my heart. Boom, God loves me. Okay, He loves you too. How and about it? I wanna. <laughs> did I answer the question? Yes, like you I, did. Okay, did that was, I was good. Once I, I got halfway through that, I was like, "Ooh, what it, was the question?" Me. It'd be like that sometimes. Sometimes he takes you off the path. It takes you. Holla! Okay. It might not be the path that I intended to walk down. There you go. The right path. Okay. The right time and okay. the right way it was supposed to be delivered. Somebody got free from that. Somebody was free from that. Come on here, Jesus. I do want to throw a curveball question at you. I'm gonna steal one of your right. questions from your show. And that would be instead of three, tell me one thing that you would tell young Jasmine before you entered adulthood. Man. It, it is so much I would tell I was about to say, myself. I know it's one out of like the 50, so give me something. It, it, it's so much I would tell myself. Let me see. One thing, hmm. One thing that I feel like is important. Okay, wait a minute. I got some good. So one, I would say, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it for real this time. I got it for real. Okay. So <laughs> one thing I would say is to not assume or not expect for people to you know treat you how you want to be treated kind of how we was talking earlier mm -hmm. like it really did impact me after I learned that you know everyone is different I already knew people have their own stories so I always like put myself in their shoes to kind of understand how they feel and things like that but one main component for me um was really learning that people aren't gonna react the way you want them to react mm -hmm. because that's how you would react to a situation Girl, that's and that's something listen that's the part because I literally like I was having a conversation with one of my friends and I was just expressing all these frustrations that I had and I was like I just don't understand like it's literally easy as one two three like I'm giving it to you a b c is easy once I'm giving it to you straight like that and I don't understand why you're not picking up what I'm putting down right like, you learned it this in okay and right. then like within that conversation they was like you know everybody, everybody different I'm my yeah. own person and I'm not gonna respond to this in the way that you think I'm gonna respond to it because I'm not you and after he said oh yeah. right but mm -hmm. I was like it's it's easy as pie over here but over there it's calculus for you yeah exactly chemistry it's chemistry. <laughs> right yeah all of that and that's so that's cool. been something that's really really helped me on top of learning how to actually communicate with people mm -hmm. like you can talk with people and converse with people and think you're communicating with people but it's not until you really like mm -hmm. tap in and actually yeah, communicate right. with people listen yeah because <laughs> it changes the game I've saved so much time with people in general or with relationships whatever I've saved so much time just by communicating effectively being mm -hmm. direct and saying what I mean and meaning what I say right because <laughs> right. you know sometimes somebody they'll be like hey are you do you should I come over or can I come over that's mm -hmm. a yes or no question 
Right. But me, early adult to me would have been like, you know, if you want to, or, mm-hmm. you know, if you're on this if side of town, like it. it, it's fine with me. Like, <laughs> oh, that's fine. Oh, that's fine. No, mm-hmm. girl, it's a yes or no question. No, yes or no. Do you? So no. Period. Well, yes. <laughs> it's one or the other. It's <laughs> tired. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like those little things. Although they seem little, like it literally has saved me so much time over the course of adulting. Mm-hmm. Um, and girl, it could be a whole bunch of stuff. That's just a little bit on the, that's that's the top, the little frothy milk at the top of the mm-hmm. coffee. I don't even drink coffee, but you know, that's, that's, that's right here. Milk. I got, <laughs> listen, I got, I got so many tips and tricks about y'all adulting child and grown folks is just kids that are old. That's mm-hmm. a good advice right there. Cause when I got into the work world, I thought grown folks was supposed to be grown. And then I realized, I was like, you know, these people just me, but they old. <laughs> Listen, and then girl, I started piecing two and two together. Right. And you remember, like, you know, when you was in high school or whatever, you would think, oh, my teacher, they trying to be so cool. Like, they trying to be this, they trying to be that. Girl, them is people like us right now. Like, yeah. I could be in a classroom teaching. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. We just grown kids. We just you know you know people we went to school with who are teachers like but yep. they be busting it out on the weekends and all that stuff. Child, <laughs> grown kids. kids. Some of them get wise, and some of them they just get more money because they got jobs and they do what they want with the money that they got. <laughs> like we just some big kids out here, and the world is our playground. Kids. Oh my gosh! I can't wish you that enough. Sure. Ain't it the truth though? Ain't that it the is truth? the truth. It is, is the it? truth. And like, I, like you, you grow to realize that, especially when you get old and you get on these jobs, and it's like, I thought you were supposed to be mature, and you acting like a little too with a diaper on. Like you, you ain't, you ain't grown at all. And age does not mean maturity. That's something else I've learned, especially being in America. Age does not mean maturity. It's something and people. it don't, it don't, it don't. Emotionally, it's a three at the top of their age. It girl, don't. emotionally, like immature people, like no emotional intelligence, no like situational awareness. And it's just like, I got more sense to you and I'm half your age. What's the problem here? Listen, and it's, you girl. Learn, you learn a lot. You learn a lot as older, but right. I love that. Oh, wait, I got one more. I got one more. This is like Please let us hear it. So this one, someone actually told me, it was an older person that told me, and they were like, never lose like your drive and your, like my go-getter mentality. Mm -hmm. And so I would say that to anyone who is our age, older, younger, whatever, that's something really important because they kind of told me, you know, as you get older, you kind of lose that a little bit just because life is happening. But just making sure you always kind of have that childlike curiosity. You always feel like, no, I could do this because child, I still say today, I'll be a millionaire one day. I'll come back on this podcast and I'll hit somebody, you know, when I got my million dollars in my head and I'm going to do a video and I'm going to let y'all know because I'm going to have a million dollars. Okay. like it's like you got to keep that curiosity going because like we said before it comes out your mouth it's in your head rat a tat tat and you got to make sure you're cultivating them thoughts okay and not limiting yourself I talk about limitless thinking all the time and so that's Mm -hmm. something I definitely recommend to your listeners like 
take off them have boundaries in life but take off them boundaries on your mind so you can always be optimistic about moving forward and the things you can do because you can do it it's never too late it's never too early if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen and it's gonna happen in god's time form and fashion and it's gonna be better than you could even imagine girl i'm a you finna make me kiss the holy ghost up in here listen if you listen to this episode this was meant for you and your spirit okay because she going off today i got the sweat rag she got the red come on now the offering plate is cash tag it's the first it's the first week of the month so you know we got communion in the back plus 20 welcome (laughs) plus 20 we got a building fund for my new apartment Cash tag Slimmer oh, Chase. Building fun for the new oh apartment. Yes, sir. For my for my town home in Atlanta. Okay. Come on, yes. Jesus. That's a praise right organ. Doom, 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 doom. Oh. <laughs> I gotta run out of the room. I gotta come back. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh, Jazz. We I wanna have you back more often because listen, <laughs> we always cut up. We I can do it. Show, I had this show so structured, y'all, and we just done let the Holy Ghost lead up in here. Come on, we can do, <laughs> we can do a little, like, a little pen pal like Yes, yes, but I love that, like the way you said the childlike thing, because it's so easy to get caught up in like the routine of life, especially when you get a full-time mm-hmm. job. You like got responsibilities, you got bills, you got all the stuff you're juggling. It's easy to let the creative part of you just dwindle and get like overshadowed mm-hmm. by all that. And that's something that I struggle with. Like, to be honest, like I have to constantly bring myself out of that mindset of like, no, we still got goals. Like, honey, we only a quarter century. Come we got on so much to do. We got so much to do. Like, we can't let this nine to five get us stressed out, you know, and make us think all that there is to life because there's not. And so I love that. Just those constant reminders to yourself, like, keep that go-getter mentality, keep that drive that you had when you were 12, 15, 18, you know? So right. I hope y'all got something out of that. I want to end with Jazz sharing where listeners can find her, connect with her. So Jazz, give us your socials, not your socials. Yeah. <laughs> and well, you know, girl, uh-uh, my credit is too good. My credit is too good. <laughs> but no, for sure. So Princess, you know, kind of brought me into the whole podcast idea and everything like that. Whether she know it or not, she kind of had, she gave me some inspiration to kind of get my own podcast started. So you can check me out on all podcast streaming platforms at Uncut Gems with Slim. Okay, that's Uncut Gems with Slim. My homegirl, she's going to make sure it's in the show notes so you can find it. Uncut Gems with Slim is also on YouTube. So make sure you check us out. You'll get the whole visual. I do have an episode with Princess on there. So make sure you check us out if you're enjoying (laughs) us cutting up on the podcast today. As well, I do have a main channel called Slimmer Shea where I do beauty and lifestyle like Princess mentioned. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Slimmer Shea. That's S-L-I-M-R-E-S. H-A-E. I know you ain't get that because you listening in the car, you know, working out. Wherever you listening, it's in the show notes <laughs> so you could go back to it. I love y'all so much, man. I appreciate y'all for tuning in and yes. allowing me to be on the podcast today. Yes, yes. you know we love yes. having this household, this congregation. We love us some jazz. I done got, I done got my workout and I gotta <laughs> go get the Holy Ghost. got the Holy Ghost in these parts. I gotta go baptize myself in my bathtub where I go soak. With some Epsom I gotta go get in the baptismal pool tonight with my wine. 
for the blood of the Lord. Oh my goodness. My cheeks hurt so bad. I need this. Oh my goodness. I love you guys. Thank y'all so much for listening. We're not going to hold you no more. Remember to leave a review for the show. Subscribe. Share it on social media. Tag me and Jazz. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll chat next week. Bye.